So welcome in to the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. I'm Chris Logan. In the Power Hour, we go in on what's trending, what's happening, what's going on in Acadiana, statewide, national news, even worldwide headlines, sports, maybe a little politics, depending if, if that's what's trending and that's what's hot in the streets for the day. That's what we talk about on the Power Hour. And you got to come to you live on Planet Radio 106.7. Also, streaming audio, as always, on our Planet Radio 106.7 app. Go to the App Store. Go to Google Play. Search for Listen to the Planet. You can download the free app on the website, listentotheplanet.com. You can download, uh, sorry, you can stream there. We're on the iHeart platform. We're on TuneIn Radio. You can listen there by just typing in Listen to the Planet. And then also, finally, Alexa. Very important with Alexa. With Alexa, you have to say, Alexa, enable the Planet Online skill. Ding. Then you say, Alexa, play the Planet Online. Cool? So if you're going somewhere for the summer, going on vacation, want to take Planet Radio with you, do so. I'd like to go. I'd like to hang out with you on vacation. I'd have more than one vacation this year if you, if you take me right along with you. But glad you're here this morning inside the Power Hour, our morning show, the official restaurant. Of uh, the morning show is Mandez's Seafood Bar and Grill, the OG location, the original on Ducey Road, the new one on Shamanetary in Youngsville. Either location, you're going to get some deliciousness. Check out their menu, mandezesgrill.com. Follow them on social media. That, and there you'll see a lot of the dishes, especially a lot of the specials that they have every day. So follow them on social media and you can check all that out. And thanks to Motor City. We're also powering the morning show. 1111 North University in Lafayette. MotorCityLA.com. Follow them on social media. They got a lot of stuff going on on social media, too. And congratulations on 20 years. Motor City serving Acadiana. Uh, let's see what else we got this morning. Got a question of the day, which we're going to get to that. If you were asked to do a commercial for your favorite product, which product would it be? Got to talk about hot dogs and hot dog buns. With 4th of July coming up, do you plan on breaking out the pit, maybe? Plan on breaking out the Traeger. Do you look down on people who have a Traeger or a pellet grill? Are you one of those people? If, if you are, okay. Look down on me because I have a Traeger. I cheat, if you will. I got a flavored oven. <laughs> but I like it. I like it a lot, and I, I like my Traeger, but I got to have an old Smoky too. But Fourth of July, a lot of times where we break out the pit, correct? You might throw a brisket on there, maybe just some easy hamburgers and hot dogs. But there's an age-old question about the amount of hot dogs in a pack, and how many buns we get in a pack, and, and why do they? Why are they not the same? So that's coming up. Couple crashes yesterday, or a few crashes actually. Uh, Jay Johnson named the 2023 National Coach of the Year. Get to that. This is an uh uh story. Louis Vuitton handbags, smaller than a grain of salt, sold for over $63,000. Like, how is that even possible? This is the number one trending story on KLFY.com. I saw this morning, I, I didn't read too much into it. We'll, we'll read into it a bit, but our governor vetoed a bill keeping people 25 feet from police. It, it, it's kind of a, a strange thing. I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, the world's largest cruise ship, almost ready to set sail from Florida. That thing's big, boy. That thing's big. 
Uh, wig sticking out of a woman's trunk prompted a 911 call. <laughs> the number one trending story overall, the Supreme Court overturning college affirmative action policies. I'm sure you've seen that on social media. I mean, I think the second trending thing on Google this morning, because I look, I look at that and just, just see what's happening, what people are searching for. I want to say the second thing may have received 200 to 300,000 searches, and that was over a million. And what about this story? Some guy tossed a firework into a silent disco. And did the Chinese spy balloon, remember the whole fiasco with the Chinese spy balloon? Did it, did it transmit any data back to China? I'll tell you what they said. <laughs> oh, uh, we're going to start out with this. Spank the monkey tomorrow night over at Route 92 in Youngsville. We have a Planet Radio guest list. We had a spot for someone and a friend to get on that guest list. And congratulations to Alicia Stang. Thanks to everybody who went to the website and entered. Alicia will be contacting you a little bit later on this morning after the show and get your details on how you can get in and check out Spank, Heath, and the guys Saturday night over at Route 92. That show starts at 10. So question today, if you were asked to do a commercial for your favorite product, which, which would it be? Which, which would you choose? Now, let's go to my personal page because I got a few answers to the question there. Well, no, let's go to, to the Planet Radio page first. That's what I have uh, pulled up here. Uh, Noah says Old Spice. Okay. The new Old Spice or the old, old spice? Remember that, remember that Old Spice that Papa had in the medicine cabinet, dude? It was that long neck bottle of Old Spice. It, it almost looked, like, um, if you're not familiar with it, I'm going to compare it to a hot sauce bottle. You know, because, you know, Papa was looking hot with the, with the Old Spice. But it was a, a solid white bottle with a little cap on the top. Just enough for him to turn that over and dab a little, dab a little bit on the neck. Huh? After he came home from a hard day's work, he took him a bath, hit that medicine cabinet, put on a little Old Spice for Mama. And then they had them a night, huh? But, you know, Old Spice now is marketed a whole different way than what it was back in the day. But thanks for that, Noah. Uh, Brent says, kind of feel like I've already done it. And then he tagged Planet Radio 106.7. Yes, you have. Thank you so much, Brent. Uh, Brandon says, a G-Shock watch. And he has a picture of like an old school G-Shock watch. Uh, Dusty says, I've already voiced commercials for a variety of local spots. Uh, but he says, I would, I would absolutely go ham on any spot that would involve me doing different voices in my own. Cool. Destiny says the NYX micro eyebrow pencil, my holy grail, use it every day. <laughs> uh, some on my, on my personal page, some of the answers there. I got a lot of uh, not not a lot. Got a few local businesses that commented there, too. So that's that's cool. Robbie says that damn best stop boudin. That's what he would want to do a commercial for. Uh, Tim Metcalf said Dino's Pizza. Of course you would, Tim. Uh, what else? Nikki says beep beep cornbread. Ever seen that that guy on TikTok? I forgot what his what his TikTok account is. Maybe the the Cajun chef or the Cajun cook. And he's like that tall, skinny, backwoods looking dude. Always has a pair of of 
coveralls on. He got that that beard, and he and he's cooking at his house. And dude, his stuff always looks fire. He's always cooking in a black pot, and he always has some beep cornbread with his with, with his food. I, I I like to hang out with that cat. You know, put Planet Radio on, pop a couple cold drinks, and uh, and cook supper. Uh, let's see. Hunter says anti monkey butt powder because it's hot out here. And dude, if you're working outside, look, I've 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 served my time a little bit outside, so I I, I know what it's all about, man. I know about the chafing, I know about the cornstarch bags, dude. I know about laying down in bed with the covers and a fan on, you know, buck naked. I I know about that. It's brutal. And that was back in the early to late '90s. Now, you know, with climate change, I, I could only I could only be ma- imagine how much how much more it's hotter now, you know. Um, but yeah, dude, that monkey butt powder. If you work outside, you need that and more. Take care of yourself, dude. Find something. Find some kind of salve. Put something down there. You know, I'm, I'm gonna. I would say try to stay dry, but that's almost impossible. You just got to try to prevent the chafing. Yeah, at, at this point, 115, 116 heat index. You just got to try to prevent the chafing to get you to go back to work the next day. Sorry, just being honest. Uh, let's see. Uh, Drew says, say to dry Trinity mix. That's my man uh, Drew's product. Uh, Judy says, anything to do with seafood. Uh, Byron says, too many nice products to choose from from Lavideo. <laughs> Is that still open? Uh, Jan says, Kajan's Eatery. Uh, Dixie Burger with an old Scott Bar hot dog. Uh, Mayor Jan Scott Richard from Scott. Karina says, Dr. Pepper. And Colin says, Whataburger. With the Whataburger fancy ketchup. Whataburger got some good ketchup too. Got to give it to, got to give it to Whataburger on the ketchup. And the burgers are pretty good. But I hadn't had a burger from Whataburger in a while. Uh, Brent, what's up? Good morning. John says, I would endorse the Lux Bidet. John has told us that before. He got an aftermarket one that he loves when he attaches to his toilet. Um, Scott says, uh, oh, that shirt, uh, this is, this is just my regular Coca-Cola shirt, Scott. I, I didn't get a chance to wear the, Scott gave me a cars and coffee Lafayette shirt last week when I went to the car show and it, it looks like this logo. Steven, what's up? Good morning, Dave. What's happening, man? Good morning. Remember we are streaming live. we got live video on our planet radio, 106.7 Facebook page. If you want to see me inside the studio now for the July. Oh, by the way. 81 degrees, 811. You're listening to the Power Hour here, Planet Radio 106.7. Fourth of July is Tuesday. It, it's falling weird. Do you have off just Tuesday? Do you don't have off at all? Or are you taking off Monday and Tuesday? Where my wife works, uh, she has off Monday and Tuesday, so I thought that was pretty cool. She got in, like an extended, extended weekend. I think here at Planet Radio, I'll probably do the show on Monday. I'll hang out with you Monday. Bridget will probably do the afternoon show on Monday, and it will be off on Tuesday. But maybe you're celebrating this weekend if you don't have off on Tuesday. And do you plan on firing up the pit? This was a an, an, an argument I want to say was last year. Now, it's been somewhat of an argument for a while. And I say argument, and I, lose, I use that term loosely here. But have you ever thought about why and this is one of one of life's little mysteries. Why there are 10 hot dogs in a pack, but only eight buns in a pack? 
It's, it's, it's offset. You have to buy more buns or eat you just two weenies and have eight hot dogs. They, they, they don't match. I forgot who it was last year. Maybe it was just this public campaign to try to get them to match the buns and match the amount of weenies in the pack. Now, Heinz, they have begun a campaign called the Heinz Hot Dog Pact. Its goal is to finally make big hot dog companies and big bun companies agree on a single number of products per package, which would be 10. They like for it to be 10. So 10 weenies in the pack and then 10 buns in each bag. Because I, I looked it up. You kind of don't think about it. But I looked up Evangeline made buns, and they were in an eight-pack. And then the weenies are in a 10-pack. But you plan on doing hot dogs, hamburgers, plan on throwing down maybe on a brisket, dude, a pork shoulder, something like that. If you do a brisket, call me. I'll, I'll, I'll make a pass, especially if it's Monday, Tuesday. You have, you have a nice brisket? I'll come try it for you. Call me. Shoot me a message. I'll pass by, have a cold beer, and just a little slice of brisket. Happy birthday, America. Uh, man, yesterday, you may have been stuck in traffic. You may have had to find an alternate route yesterday. This is from KADN.com. Three crashes involving 18-wheelers snarl traffic on I-10, I-49. I like those big media words, snarl traffic. Three crashes involving 18-wheelers in the span of a few hours Thursday snarled traffic on both I-10 and I-49 in Acadiana. The latest crash was yesterday evening along I-49 between Gloria Switch and Ponta Mouton. Lafayette police said an 18-wheeler rear-ended an SUV, which in turn rear-ended a pickup truck. The 18-wheeler overturned on the service road, ejecting the driver. I uh, saw some photos of that crash and accident yesterday and the driver was hospitalized in stable condition the two other crashes involving 18 wheelers happened thursday afternoon along interstate 10 westbound on the basin bridge near henderson and all those crashes uh and those two crashes involved a half dozen vehicles but state police said there were no serious injuries make sure you keep it safe be aware of of other drivers would you drive on the, is it uh, drive def defensively, correct? What? That's right. You don't want to drive offensively. Drive defensively. Play some defense like the New Orleans Saints. But do they consider this weekend, and, and I think they would, a, like a high traffic, a lot of vehicles on the road this 4th of July weekend, and then with the extended holiday, with it being on a Tuesday, maybe people do have off or they're, you know, using some vacation time for, for Monday. People may be out and about and enjoying some time. Just just keep it safe if you're driving this weekend. Not just weekend, if you're driving right now. Don't need uh, another accident. Ch and check this out. If you're an LSU fan, you probably know about this. Dude, y'all are the kings, man. LSU ball. Basketball champions, baseball champions, jello shot champions. They got the best janitors in the world. And now Jay Johnson named the 2023 National Coach of the Year. Now y'all got the LSU got the best coach, ball. But LSU coach Jay Johnson named the 2023 National Coach of the Year by Collegiate Baseball Newspaper. 
Jay Johnson is in just this second season at LSU, led the Tigers to their seventh national baseball championship in the College World Series. Uh, today, I do not have my LSU shirt on. I said that I would wear the LSU shirt for, for the week. If the Tigers made it to the College World Series, I made good on that promise, made good on that bet. I wore it Friday, then I wore it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But it, it's still sitting right there. We might have some wagers this football season. I think we could have a lot of fun with that. I, I'll have to wear the LSU shirt or whatever. We'll have some, we'll have some fun with that. Now, you know, also, I also want to take a, a moment right here, moment of silence for Brian Kelly. Can we have a moment of silence, please? Can you, we all bow our heads? And if you pray to baby Jesus, quick prayer. Go ahead. We ready? Thank you. So Brian Kelly's on the clock for LSU fans. I saw someone share this graphic, and, and it, it, it had just with that, with this said, Jay Johnson in his second season at LSU. And in the second season, he wins a national championship. And then also in her second season, as LSU Tigers women's basketball coach. What's her name? Miss Malarkey. What's um dude, what's the um what's her name, dude? She's she's so flashy. Uh Kim Mulkey. That's it. She got a lot of swag. In her second year, she gets that national championship. Brian Kelly, man, I I pray for you. I I I do. It might be brutal this football season. I don't know. But that was the graphic. It was uh, Mulkey Johnson. It was like two years, national champion, national championship, national championship. And I think this was the in, in an LSU Tigers fan group on Facebook. And a picture of Brian Kelly with a question mark. You're up. Mm. Mm. Saying, uh, y'all want to say an our father for Brian Kelly this season? But go Tigers, right? Uh, also got this uh-uh story this morning. 819. Yeah, we got time for an uh-uh story. This is a story that I don't like, I, I really don't get it. And that's why I, I entitled it an uh-uh story. And not many of us, any of us can afford a Louis Vuitton bag, right? Maybe so. Maybe you do if you can, cool. If you can't, still cool. But a miniature Louis Vuitton bag that's smaller than a grain of salt just sold at auction this week for over $63,000. The final price was $63,750. The company is Mischief, M-S-C-H-F. You may remember that company. They're behind it. They had the giant Fruit Loop, the backward shoe. Um... I don't know if they were the ones, were they the ones also that had that olive oil-looking cartoon shoe? Uh, like that, that big red high top. Remember that? So they made the bag using a 3D printer. It's so small you can barely see it with the naked eye. It's less than 0.03 inches wide. That's small enough to fit through the eye of a needle. And obviously it's a non-functioning handbag doesn't open or anything. It's just what they're calling art. And it's based on Louis Vuitton's on-the-go tote, which is less expensive, but still not cheap. They retail for $4,300. 
unless you get it in the back alley, then it might be $43. But if no one knows the difference, rock that bag, girl. It's not clear who bought the microscopic version, but Pharrell Williams, it was sold through his auction house that he founded called Jupiter. But 63 grand for a, a 3D art version of a Louis Vuitton handbag smaller than a grain of salt. Just be nice to have money to throw away like that, huh? 63 grand. See ya. So still coming up on the show, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, what, two, three minutes. Uh, three, yeah, I think maybe three minutes. But still coming up, the number one trending story on KLFY, Governor vetoes a bill keeping people 25 feet away from police. Also, the world's largest cruise ship ready to set sail from Florida. This thing's huge. A wig sticking out of a woman's trunk prompted a 911 call. Uh, Supreme Court had a big ruling yesterday. That was hands down the number one trending story. Some guy tossed a firework into silent disco. And did the Chinese spy balloon actually send data back to China? We'll answer that question. I'll tell you what they said about it. Coming up in the second half of the Power Hour, all brought to you by Motor City and the official restaurant of the morning show, Mendez's Seafood Bar and Grill. Go nowhere. All right, cool. We're we're gonna uh we're gonna we're gonna try something real quick. Can like y'all should be able to still hear me on the uh on the live feed, right? Comment or something so I can see it. Um all right, so hang on, let me do and let me do this too. I gotta go make sure I'm not coming out over the air. Hang on. Yeah. All right, cool. So I think I think we're good. So Brent says, he says you got it fixed. Uh, yes, actually, yeah. I, I guess I could say I got it fixed. I kind of feel like an idiot because it, it's been fixed the whole time. Let me explain. Let me let me give you a little inside information. So I, I have where you see me now is my uh, like my podcast studio 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 here at Chris Logan Media. Then I have an office, got a bathroom, and I have another. Uh, little studio where I have the computer that runs the planet, a computer that I use if I need to you know, cut commercials and do some production work and stuff like that. So I, and I have a Rodecaster Pro here in my, my what I, I call this my podcast studio because people who I produce their podcast, they come in the studio here. So my, my Rodecaster Pro 
goes to my main mixer in the other studio where the audio can go out over the air. So we also have this piece of equipment at my, at my studio that takes the audio and everything from here because everything originates from my studio and then goes back to the main studio and the transmitter. So that, that's run on a switcher. And then I thought about it yesterday. I'm like, wait a minute. If the audio doesn't even come through and it switches back to the main studio during a commercial break, they shouldn't even hear me while I'm talking. And so I called up our, our real engineer who uh, also helped me do some things here with that equipment. And I explained him the situation. He was like, no, if you talk on your mic, while a, co a commercial break is going on, back at the other station, back at the transmitter, he's like, that won't go out over the air. So I'm like, so I can talk during my break on the power hour? And he was like, yes, while commercials are playing, you can talk. Now, this is only while commercials are playing, because if, if it comes back to music, then it's going to go out over the air. But if not, see, so now we can talk during the commercial breaks, and it's not a big issue. And we could have been doing it the whole damn time. I didn't need two mics and this, that, all the wires. Could have been doing it the whole time. You live and learn, right? Coming back. So welcome back to the Power Hour here, part of the Chris Logan Morning Show. That's where we go in for an hour. The show is normally, or not normally, always 6 to 10, but from 8 until 10, we go in on what's trending and headlines and stories of the day. So Stephen says, look, I like Stephen. You can always count uh, on Stephen for a nice comment, you know, a nice literal answer, kind of like a scientific answer. Like if you say tomato, Stephen's going to comment back and say tomato. You know, if you say potato, Stephen's going to reply back and say potato. But I like Stephen. He says, on the hot dog thing, the bun length are eight to a pack to match the buns. The regular ones are 10. Same weight, so less quantity for the larger ones. See, always going to get that answer from Stephen. Like, he's like he's like my guy for the for the real answers. So some some bun lengths, okay, so I, I, I got it. I think I understand. I, I don't buy many weenies. Uh, but I think I understand if you get bun length hot dogs in, in the pack, Stephen may still be uh, listening or watching. If you get the bun length, those are eight, which matches the bun. So eight to eight. There's an eight to eight ratio there. If you don't get the bun length, like, like if you get them red bar S weenies, those cheap ones, it might be like 99 cents a pack. You might get 20 of them. Then, then that does not match with the buns. Am, am, I, am I following you there, Stephen? I hope I am. Um, but happy for the July anyway. And by the way, Stephen, uh, got to say thanks to him again, man. He, I told you, like, Stephen's our scientific guy. Uh, uh, he gave me an idea a few weeks back. He said, man, instead of the 90s Rock Rewind one weekend, he said, maybe a holiday weekend, do a countdown of rock cover songs. And I will do that tomorrow morning at 10. So in lieu of the 90s Rock Rewind at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, I'm going to give you my top 12, probably, top 11, top 12, depending on how many we could get into the hour, rock cover songs. 
And this is going to be only this is going to be ranked on my favorite. But I want to say thanks to Steven for getting me an entire list. I appreciate you doing that work, man. I appreciate that more than you know. But Weezer's Africa, Foo Fighters, Baker Street. Uh, do you remember Dynamite Hack, Boys in the Hood? That one has to be on the countdown tomorrow. And then I think I'll replay that Tuesday morning, 4th of July at 8 a.m., where we would normally have the power hour. So that's going to be fun to do tomorrow. Make sure to check that out at 10. Normally the 90s Rock Rewind, but tomorrow it's going to be the Rock Covers Countdown. Still going to be brought to you by Cajun Coatings and Bryce Godwin, the Louisiana car guy, though. This story was the number one trending story on KLFY.com. Governor John Bell Edwards vetoes a bill keeping people 25 feet from police. And I didn't really, I hadn't really followed this story. Let's see, Governor John Bell Edwards vetoed a bill that would have made it a law to criminalize approaching police, saying it would have had a chilling effect on First Amendment rights. Their proposed law would have made it a crime to approach a police officer within 25 feet while the officer is carrying out their public duties. The author of the bill said it was to keep officers safe. Governor Edwards' letter to the Speaker of the House said if the bill were law, it could prevent bystanders from recording police. Went on to say each of us has a constitutional right to freely observe public servants as they function in public and within the course of scope of their official duties. Governor Edwards also said the law would be unnecessary. Louisiana law already restricts interfering with law enforcement, quote, when the offender in intentionally interferes with a police officer investigating the scene of a crime or the scene of, a, scene of an accident by refusing to move or leave the immediate location of the crime or the accident when ordered to do so by the law enforcement officer. That's according to the governor's veto letter. The ACLU of Louisiana, which previously asked the governor to veto the bill, celebrated the decision saying, quote, it's no secret that in recent years, bystander accounts and video footage have been the most powerful evidence of widespread police misconduct. Observations of law enforcement are invaluable in promoting police accountability. In its statement, the group added the bill was, quote, unconstitutionally vague in describing how or when police could use that law. And, and that was just one thing that, that I kind of thought about. Look, and, and these brave men and women who, who are police officers, man, you know, one thing, you know, that, that I think it's hard. It's just being a normal person, sometimes it's hard to make a split-second decision. And I feel sometimes officers have to do that. They have to make split-second, blink-of-an-eye decisions. And maybe sometimes they're right, and maybe sometimes they're, they're wrong. But it's like, how would this be enforced? Like a 25-foot radius, you couldn't be 25 feet from a police officer. I don't know. I just, I just think it's like one more thing that, that they would have to worry about. But if you want to read more on that, you can go to klfy.com. Not sure if any of the other... Uh, local news stations had that on their website, but that was the number one trending story there. Check this one out. A wig sticking out of a woman's trunk prompted a 911 call. I guess they thought someone was in the trunk. Someone might have been locked in there or, or maybe even you know, murdered. I don't, I, don't know. I don't know what was going on. Let's see, let's see what's happening here. 
Someone in a small town near Akron, Ohio, called 911 this month when they saw hair sticking out from the trunk of someone's car. They thought someone was in there, maybe even a dead body. But there was a much more innocent explanation. Police figured out where the owner lived and knocked on the door. Her name is Toria Townsend, and she was confused until she realized what happened. She sometimes wears a wig. But she just gone to get her hair done, tossed the wig in her trunk without looking, and part of it was sticking out. <laughs> she posted doorbell cam footage of her talking to the cops. As soon as she said wig, one of them, cra- one of them cracked up and said, you've got to come see it. Toria says she's glad someone called police because it shows how much her community cares. <laughs> Had a wig sticking out, dude. Oh, man. And it was, uh, I have a picture of it here. I wish I could bring it up on the screen, but I, I don't have it ready. My apologies. It, it, it looked like a long one. It looked like a long wig or, or some weave, something like that. But there's probably, and it, it's a little Kia. She has a little Kia car. And there's probably what looks like a good eight to 10 inches. It's, it's long hair, the, the wig's long hair. So like eight to 10 inches of the long hair is sticking out the back of the trunk. Now, you think she did it on purpose, or do you really think that that was an accident? It's almost looking at it, right? I'm not, I'm not assuming anything with this, you know, with what this lady did, but just looking how it's placed and how it's just laying there coming out the trunk, it almost looks like it was done on purpose. I mean, which is which is kind of hilarious. For me, it's kind of funny. You see people do all kinds of pranks and stuff like that, maybe around Halloween time. You know, it's not Halloween time. It's 4th of July time. But it, it looks like it may, I'm just saying may have been done on purpose. And then when police came, she was like, oh, what are you talking about? Oh, that's my wig. I just had my hair done. I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Officer. Let's go, let's go check that out. Uh, if you like to cruise, if you like going cruising, you may Enjoy this. I know a lot of people like going on a cruise. I've been on one. I mean, I guess guess I'll go back. You know, for me, it's kind of like flying on an airplane. I'm not that nervous to fly on an airplane. I I try not to make myself think about the what-ifs and then also make them think about, also don't think about the what's going on. Like we're 30,000 feet in the air. I try not to think about that. Even though you are way, way, way up in the sky, you try not to think what could happen if something goes wrong. You also think, though, I mean, at least in my mind, I think, man, if there's a terrorist on this on this plane and he tries to start something, I'm going up and we fight. You know, like that's that's just how my mind works. I'm going up, dude, and I'm taking that box cutter from him. What is he going to do with the box cutter? You know, hopefully another couple people come meet me and then you know, we, we take it down. Take it down, dude. Fly the plane like I would fly the plane back to the airport. Have American flag waving out the window. Huh? That's like, that's like, that's my hero story. <laughs> but, you know, the, the cruise is, is the same thing. If you ever been on a cruise, I mean, dude, you're on this, this big old boat and you're in the middle of the ocean. And there's nothing but water around for like miles and miles and miles. Kind of like being up in the air, man. You think about the what ifs. Man, what if the, what if the engine breaks? You know, what if we go down like the Titanic? 
you know, I'll be able to find a door for, for my wife like Jack did for Rose. Those things start going through your head. But a lot of people still like cruising. I mean, I guess, I guess if I had the opportunity to go on a cruise again, I probably would. But the world's largest cruise ship, Royal Caribbean's Icon of the Seas, successfully completed its initial round of sea trials and sailed the open ocean for the first time. Now, would you be on that, on that first voyage, or would that make you a little nervous? Or would you be on that first flight, or would that also make you a little nervous? Or you see a guy working on the engine, pilot comes on, Hey, y'all, look out the uh, right window. You're going to see Chris. He just graduated from mechanic school, and he is fixing our engine today. Uh, excuse me. I'd, I'd like to get off. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to get off before this, before this plane takes off. Is it kind of the same thing with the cruise ship? But this thing is massive. It, it's cool. I'm not, I'm not knocking it at all. It's cool. 1,198-foot uh, ship. It's almost ready to start sailing from Florida. That's going to be its port early next year. The ship returned to the Meyer Turku, maybe? Finland shipyard where it's under construction. Later this year, the ship will be pushed to its limits in a second round of sea trials, according to Royal Caribbean. So they check it twice. You know, they don't measure twice and cut once. Or wait, did I say it right? They don't measure, or they, uh, they measure twice and cut once. In addition to 18 guest decks and 2,805 staterooms, the ship features the largest water park at sea with six record-breaking water slides and seven pools. The ship's frightening bolt will be the tallest water slide to sail and the pressure drop will be the first open freefall water slide on a cruise. Get this. The ship is equipped to hold a maximum of 7,600 guests, according to Royal Caribbean. So there could quite possibly be, with, with staff and employees and all that, I'm going to make an assumption here that they could quite possibly have close to 10,000 people total on this big ship here. Kind of cool, huh? Like a like a magnificent feat. Told you, man. We got we got uh, Grand Canyon still. Well, this comes from Finland, so it's not even the United States built. So never mind. The first Icon class ship is expected to debut in Miami, January 2024, where it will sail seven night. Uh, um. Oh, okay. It will sail seven night Eastern and Western Caribbean vacations all year. Royal Caribbean said the ship will arrive in late 2023 and will be, will be the, quote, first of its kind combination, the best of every vacation. That thing's big, man. Huge. Got, um, has a, a pointy front, which is uh, a little different from the norm. I know some of the Royal, Royal Caribbean ships have that. It has the pointy front, the long pointy front, and then there's like this glass enclosure on the top. And then you can see the water slides and all that on the top. But pretty cool. Don't know if I'd go on it, but but very, very cool. 840 here inside the Power Hour, Planet Radio 106.7. 84 degrees already. That monkey butt probably starting to take effect if you're working outside. 
The number one overall trending story, Supreme Court overturns college affirmative action policies. Boy, that's that's a, a, a big one. Social media on fire with that one yesterday. News outlets on fire with that one yesterday. But yesterday, the Supreme, Supreme Court ruled a 6-3 decision that racial discrimination in college ad- admissions was a violation of the 14th Amendment's Equal Protection Clause. And for some, the ruling was considered a major blow to affirmative action policies at major universities. President Biden, he was not happy about it. He was not happy about the decision. Uh, You may have seen that video yesterday after finishing his remarks. He was preparing to leave a reporter question whether he felt the Supreme Court was now a, quote, rogue court. And then he responded saying this is not a normal court. And now President Biden kind of being drug for his comments on that yesterday. And then this morning, we still have two other huge rulings that are supposed to come down. I believe that will be at 9 o'clock this morning. And that is the ruling on the student loan forgiveness. And then also the other one is the First Amendment and LGBTQ plus protection. Those are two Uh, Other rulings that are coming down today, and that's going to be at around 9 o'clock this morning. Also, this morning on the Power Hour, this is kind of like an uh uh-uh story. Some guy tossed a firework into a silent disco. Have you ever seen those silent discos, or have you ever been a part of the silent discos? That's where, you know, these clubs or maybe, you know, these bars, they have these headphones that you put on, and there may be different DJs spinning different genres of music or maybe they just have the bar or club has different genres of mu- music playing and you put on your headphones and you can only hear the music so you got people dancing around you can't hear any music uh most of them are are colored so there's a what could be an orange or a red color maybe you're listening to dance music might be a green color maybe you're listening to hip-hop might be a blue color maybe you're listening to rock music whatever so you kind of know by the color of these headphones what the other person that's at the bar or club or party is listening to is actually pretty cool. And But some idiot tossed a firework into a silent disco. It happened in the Los Angeles area a couple weeks ago. Police released a video of this guy. Looks young, maybe between 18 and 25. Police are still looking for him and the two people who were with him at the time. The guy pulled out the firework, lit it, and threw it into the crowd. Officials say there was a significant explosion and fragments hit multiple people. Thankfully, there were no life-threatening injuries. The suspect sped off in a motorized beach cruiser bike with an American flag near the back of it. Police are investigating it as a possible hate crime. Okay. Silent discos, uh, again, well, this story goes on to tell you what I I told you about what the uh, silent discos are. And then the video of the guy, let me me click on that real quick. I mean, how did did the dude get away on a beach cruiser, man? So the bar is, so he lights it, he just throws it in there. And then he gets back on his bike. So he doesn't even, it doesn't even look like it's much of a motorized bike. And then he got two pandas, uh, looks like on a, on another little moped thing following him. 
after he threw the firework in there. But it looks like it's not, it almost just looks like a, uh, like a big firecracker. It's not a Roman candle or something that would like throw sparks or, or things into the air. It looks like it was just a normal loud firecracker. But police are still looking for this guy. And is it a hate crime because he had an American flag on his on his bike? I'm looking at him going away. It just looks like it was like maybe like a on the back. Like it wasn't. I I thought it was like this American flag flying in the wing, but it, uh, in the wind, but it wasn't. This looks like it was maybe wrapped around his seat for some reason. I don't know. Well, I mean, idiot. Why would you? Why would you do that? And then you roll away on a beach cruiser. Uh, what about this story this morning? Saw this today. This is according to ABC News. Buying it? You're not buying it? The Chinese spy balloon did not collect intelligence as it flew over the United States, according to the Pentagon. The Chinese spy balloon that was shot down over the Atlantic Ocean in early February was built at least partly using American off-the-shelf parts, according to a U.S. official. So you mean to tell me that China uses American-made parts to build their Chinese balloons? Or was it even a Chinese balloon? The official could not say whether any of the American gear was sold illicitly to China, but said determining whether any of it came from illegal trade was a topic of serious concern among officials since some items, like chips, are forbidden to sell to certain markets. Late yesterday, Pentagon Press Secretary uh, Pat Ryder said that the balloon did not transmit any data back to China. It never collected any. He said, quote, we're aware that it had intelligence collection capabilities, but it was our, and it has been our assessment now, that it did not collect while it was transiting in the United States. He went on to say, quote, as we said at the time, we also took steps to mitigate the potential collection efforts. So I'm sure they did something. You know, something we don't know about. You know, if it really was the Chinese balloon coming across the continental United States, you know, the U.S. government probably shot some kind of laser at it that we don't even know about and then jammed its, uh, its spying capabilities. It's probably something like that. The assessment is concerns from some lawmakers early this year that the balloon was collecting information as it flew across the United States, um, including it. Well, remember, because it, it flew over sensitive military sites that house intercontinental ballistic missiles. And then the government let it go across the entire United States, and then they shot it down in the Atlantic Ocean. Florida Senator Marco Rubio, vice chair of the Senate Intelligence Committee, said in February the balloon was, quote, one more method that they used to collect intelligence on us. We have been cognizant of it and protect ourselves against it. See, even um, Senator Marco Rubio uses they. Who are they? They. In this case, they, the Chinese government. <laughs> but, I mean, of, of course it didn't, right? It didn't, it didn't get anything. Y'all go along. Y'all go along with the rest of y'all's day. It didn't get anything. Y'all are okay. If it did, we would tell y'all. You do. You still believe in us, right? Still believe in the government. You believe that we would tell you the truth? <laughs> Run along. Uh, what about this? The most effective stress relief strategies. 
You got some stress? What should you do to relieve that stress? Exercising or playing sports, top of that list. Praying or attending a religious service, also towards the top of that list. Reading, listening to music, spending time with friends or family, getting a massage, going outside for a walk, meditating or doing yoga, and spending time with a creative hobby. Those are some of the most effective strategies, the least effective strategies. Damn it, gambling is out. No playing poker. No going to the casino. Shopping. Some ladies might use that as an excuse to relieve some stress. Going shopping, but according to this, the American Psychological Association, they say no. Drinking, no. Eating, no. Playing video games, no. Surfing the internet, not as effective. Watching TV, not as effective. You got to get out there, do some things, or say some prayers to baby Jesus in order to relieve your stress. And also this too. And how long have they, we use the word they, known this? I saw this on foxbusiness.com this morning. Aspartame sweetener used in Diet Coke. Also some chewing gum may be deemed possibly, they call it, quote, possibly carcinogenic. It's one of the most common artificial sweeteners in the world. Slated to be declared a possible carcinogen by the World Health Organization and their cancer research agency next month. That's according to a report. In July, it will be listed as a possible carcinogenic to humans. Aspartame, which is 200 times sweeter than table sugar found in several products like diet sodas, sugar-free Ricola cough drops, certain sugar-free extra chewing gum. Also, the tabletop sweetener under the brand names Equal, NutraSweet, and Sugar Twin. So it looks like there could be a ruling on that. But in July, which is tomorrow, a possible carcinogen. Possible. Maybe not. Could be, couldn't be. But do you, um, I mean, do you, do you eat or drink things with, with no sugar? Maybe, maybe that's how you sweeten your coffee. Boy, and, and that's and the crazy thing is that's the trade off, man. You know, maybe you're a little overweight and you're looking to get healthy. You know, and, and not just this, you know, not just you know, maybe choosing a diet cola that has aspartame in it and can quite possibly give you cancer. But, you know, it's like, okay, overweight, or do I drink this, and maybe what's in it's going to harm me? Or the, or the thing for me is, why is it so affordable to eat bad and so damn expensive to eat good and eat healthy? It's because they got you, right? Got you. But it's true, man. You know, go and get that five for five, man. Go and get that $4 box, dude. You're, you're full. You got enough food for the entire day on a $4 um, box they try to go get you a salad or something somewhere man eight nine ten bucks crazy crazy 852 here inside of the morning show the power hour here on planet radio 106.7 
Don't forget, it's Friday morning, so Judd Kennedy will be mixing it up. Our Friday morning donut jam dance party live from the underground at Nightcaps next hour from 9 until 10. <laughs> I, I, I kid. That's not going to happen. I, I, I kid. Uh, just everybody else has this Friday morning show. Figured maybe Judd can come in and we do this uh, Friday morning donut jam uh, brunch uh, dance party here on Planet Radio. Uh, also, I want to give a shout-out to uh, my hometown again, uh, Church Point Community Development Corporation. They're a nonprofit in Church Point. they got the Buggy Town Get Down. I'm going to be emceeing that on Saturday. starts at 5 at the new Central Park, downtown Church Point. they got some great live music, Jansen Mott, Wayne Singleton, same old two-step, and then the 337 band. Going to be pretty good from 5 until 10. Be some stuff for the kids, food, drinks, uh, cold beer. On a, on a hot Saturday night, need a little cold beer to, to stay cool. But that's going on, and, it, and it's free admission. So you can just come and hang out. Buggy Town Get Down. That is tomorrow, downtown Church Point. And then also, don't forget about our weekend shows. Man, every Friday, I like to remind you about our weekend shows. Tomorrow morning, I normally have the 90s Rock Rewind. I mentioned earlier that we're going to do something a little different since it's a holiday weekend. I'm going to give you my favorite rock cover song. That's going to happen at 10 a.m. Still brought to you by Cajun Coatings and also Bryce Godwin, the Louisiana car guy. Every Saturday night at 7 p.m. Saturdays, S-A-D, Saturdays with Hunter DeBlanc. If you like emo, you like pop punk, that is your show. It's all brought to you by J.P. Boudreaux, the roofing specialist at V.E. Roofing. And then on Sunday, got some classic Planet Radio shows from 10 until noon. It's the Hangover Cafe with Nick, the lighter side of the planet. At 6 o'clock, Seth takes over with our loud hour. Still the same local rock show that you remember from years back. Seth just decided to change the name. Loud hour. That's what it's called. But still local rock music from 6 until 7. Thanks to J.P. Boudreaux with V.E. Roofing for powering that. And then Tyson takes over with the Grindhouse every Sunday night at 8 o'clock. If you like metal, if you like the hard stuff, if you want your face melted off, that's your show for two hours, eight until 10. It's the Grindhouse powered by Dulos Tattoo. We got some very, very cool weekend shows. Hopefully you can you know, check any of them out this weekend. But I, I think tomorrow, you know, all, all due respect to all the other great shows because you're all going to be great. But I'm excited tomorrow to do my countdown of the top cover songs. Going to have Weezer. Going to have Foo Fighters. I believe we're going to have some Marilyn Manson, one of his covers tomorrow. Got to throw in Dynamite Hacks, Boys in the Hood remake, huh? I mean, it's it's not really a rock cover. It might just be like an extra um, because it's a, it's a hip-hop song. But it's like a rock cover of a hip-hop song. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. We just I, I may have to throw that one on there. That might be like our bonus track. <laughs> I don't know if it follows the rules, but I, I, I like that song a lot. It was pretty funny. I thought they did a pretty good job covering that song but i think that'll do it for our power hour this morning got more 90s and 2000s rock coming your way next hour and we got one hour left inside the show so keep it where you got it planet radio 106.7